And now, on with the show. now sweeps through the worlds of man, leaving behind a trail of dead planets and towering icons, monuments to their unholy crusade. All those poets on all those worlds who spoke of war as such an unsightly thing, they never stood here. Never fails to inspire, does it, each time a world falls? The Necromongers, a dark army that will convert or kill every last human life, unless they can be stopped. But sometimes, the only way to stop evil is not with good. You must confront it with another kind of evil. people these are the things i need to know you remember your home world have you met any others others like yourself it's not my fight consider it a test convert now or fall forever are you gonna stop the monsters now i am the monster Riddick. Here they come! He's beginning to understand. Are you with me? Who is this man? He sees everything. You're not the one to bring me down. You're not afraid of the dark. Are you? I tell those people no one reads magazines anymore. Hey everybody, welcome to the Movie Podcast. Oh, shit, the podcast. It's the Hi. first week of Summer Bummers. Why'd you start the recording? Why did you start anything? Oh. Uh, it's true. Why did I start this website? So, um, why did Al Gore start the internet? It's but we the, did it. It's the question that will never be answered. It's summer bummers. All the movies that flop. It is. Like them titties you love. It's a new month. It's <laughs> titty drop month. It's a new month. <laughs> a new theme. New energy. I feel like Hugh Lai was a mixed bag. <laughs> to say the Hugh least. Hugh Lai was uh, uh, Some would say he's a mixed bag. <laughs> Hugh Lai was, uh, it was... It happened. It did, uh, and we got our first audible. That I, was fun. I forgot, like all of, I, I, if it's funny sometimes with these months because sometimes they feel like they go in like a heartbeat, and other times it's like I just don't remember anything that happened. Yeah, like, September, we reviewed like nine movies that month. Yeah, <laughs> it was over. Like, what movies did we watch in July? We watched X Men, 
We watched watched Chappie. 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 Oh my god. And Real Steel. Holy shit, we watched Chappie, what, like a week ago? I already forgot. No, no, a week ago we watched Ready Player One. Oh. Oh, that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, that movie. You you really don't like that movie, right? It's going to be worse than the year for me. It's It's so bad. That that post that you posted, Sean, about what's hell like or whatever, (laughs) and it's Steven Spielberg saying. I want people in the theater to go, I know what that is. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like, you're like... I think Dogs, Alec, Dogs, I think you Alec and Alec are like like Trump supporters, right? You're just trolling us. Like, you don't... You don't really like that movie, right? No, that movie's like... That movie's like a four. That movie's... So, you, you admit it. Yeah. yeah. You gave it a six. You gave it... Yeah, you gave it like yeah. a seven. Yeah. But I you're saying it now it's like a four. No, it's really like a four. It's, see, this is just... Throws everything into question. Yeah. I think Alec is secretly Ernest Klein. Oh shit! <laughs> Isn't it Ernst Klein? Oh, is it like a like that brain in a jar? Or yeah. yeah. X Men. That like, movie's full of a lot of a lot like of terrible, surrealist, terrible surealist stuff. painter yeah, Max movie, Ernst. The movie is full. It's so fucking it's busy. awful. Like it's just so. It's awful. legit one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's so lazy. One of my my favorite new podcast. It's not new, but it's new to me. Chapo Trap House. I, yeah. I even subscribed to their fucking Patreon. That's oh, how much yeah. I like them. Wow. So they, they reviewed Ready Player One, and the one guy's review is like, it, it is about the brain death of society. <laughs> and he's like, it's the most depressing movie I've ever seen in my life. You know, OSW reviews get like 20 grand a month in Patreon. Serious? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I've never actually listened to this. It's fun. Can we get some of that money? I wish. Give me some of that money. Yeah, guys, send us money. Give us some of that money. Yeah. Um, don't leave a paper drill because I don't want to pay taxes. Yeah. I think Ready Player One's gonna be like our uh, the 2018 version of Suicide Squad. Where we end up talking about it eight shows in a row. It's so. Normally, cool. couldn't stop talking about Suicide Squad. I mean, it's kind. Of... Let's talk about that. It I'm gonna bad. go out on a limb and say that Ready Player One is worse than uh, 100%. Suicide Squad. I don't even think it's close. No, Ready Player One's a better movie. No. Yes. You know why? Why? Because Ready Player One is more money, more, more talented problems. people involved, and it's less of a movie. Like Suicide Squad, at least has the excuse. That it was like, it was like fucked with with the studio, and they like chopped it up into like a yeah. million versions. Like really, the version that we it's saw, chopped and screwed. Well, it, yeah, the ver- yeah, like the the hip hop. <laughs> yeah, we're on cough syrup. Um, but no, like it, that lean. Like the movie that we saw isn't David Ayer's movie, right? No. So it's the studio's movie. So at least you can like say, well, it's not really a movie, but it's not necessarily the people involved's fault. Like Ready Player One is explicitly what Steven Spielberg oh, wanted. It's a vision, yeah. and it's Steven fucking Spielberg. He made Jaws. I read excerpts from the book it's in articles. It's atrocious. I mean, even Alec agrees the book's bad. Yeah, I it, it's just terrible. Yeah, and it's a- again, it's. It would be less terrible if someone that Steven if Steven Spielberg didn't make it, it'd be less terrible. It's funny because I went, I fell down a rabbit hole reading reviews for the book, and like had all these great reviews, and then the second book got terrible reviews. It seems like it's a make good for people that get caught given the first movie. Oh, first that book, book Armada yeah. he wrote. Yeah, people could get caught looking. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's get into what we watched. Let's get into it. I watched a lot. Good because I only watched one. Yeah, me thing. and Sean. I watched one, one, two, three, four, five, six things. Ooh, do it in. Did you get divorced? How do you watch six things? Descending order. Descending order. Yes. Got it. Six movies? Yeah. Six movies? Time to watch six movies. Where do you find the time to not watch six movies? I don't know. That's a good question. (laughs) Go ahead. Clap back. All right, so descending order. My favorite one that I watched was Deadpool. 
what, what else can be said? Like, are, wait, are these movies that you're watching while you're playing video games and shit? No. Okay. Movies I legit sat down and watched. All right. So, Deadpool. Still wonderful after yeah. all of these years. I'm going to watch the second one again. Yeah. I still need to see the second one. You still haven't seen it? Still oh, haven't seen it. But it should be coming out. I think it's coming out soon. It's still in theaters. Yeah. But they're saying it's, it's coming out in August on digital, so oh. I will buy it. Yeah, I guess, uh, I think Infinity War came out this week, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yesterday. I'd like to rewatch that. I, I can't... I, rewatching Deadpool, I think I forgot. Like, every time I watch it, I like it more. Yeah, like I that movie like is. Enjoy those movies because Fox Studio is done though. Really? Yep, yeah. they're doing reshoots on Dark Phoenix again, like big reshoots. They possibly are shelving New Mutants, and that merger is about to go through. So, well, them shelving New Mutants is probably the best thing because apparently, like, is that the horror movie? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but apparently they took out all the horror parts, added a new character. Like, it sounds that like a like that fucking like mess. Boom, boom. I don't know. They so they the movie was done. Like the movie. Right. I, it's been supposed, done. It was supposed to come out like two months ago. Yeah, it was it's in to, the can. It was supposed to be said. out. Yeah. They, it's like Suicide Squad. They screen tested it. And it the didn't trailer do, part boys. It, it didn't it. do well, so they went back for reshoots, and the reshoots added a character, which sounds like you have a done movie, and then you right. add a and character then they it again, and it was worse. Yeah. Did they add Roy? <laughs> I, I don't know. The trailer hey, looked fucking great. Sexy ladies. It's one of those things where it's like, man, I wonder if we'll ever see what what they originally had. I don't know. Like, but yeah, you probably won't get another Deadpool. Not not in the vein of the last two. Well, that first one, I still see maybe you one. will. I don't know. I doubt it. That first one is super enjoyable. Every time I watch it, I like it more and more. the The villain is really good. Oh, like uh, yeah, Ajax. Or yeah, but his name like David Skrillex. What's you know he you know he showed the only other credit. Screen. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. The only other thing he's from, you know, he's from. Mm-mm. He was the original. Um, Dario, whatever from Argento. from um, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, oh, he was he the was the leader of the Gold Company or whatever it was. Oh, those those assassins were switched. The, they switched them between seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. they was trying to fuck Daenerys. Oh, that the guy. Spanish guy. He's supposed yeah. to be Spanish. And then in the, the second King guy Spanish. was like a long haired yeah. guy that ended up. Get, he was like an assassin. Yeah, right. right. But he was he was the leader of the gold. It wasn't the gold company. I don't remember. It was, yeah. one, of the, it was one of the mercenary groups. Daenerys tried to but hire. But I do remember. Yeah. Now, I remember they changed actors yeah. between seasons. He was the first actor. I gotcha. I gotcha. But anyway, he's really good at it. Ryan Reynolds is really. Fucking good. In that Everybody's movie. good yeah. in it. Fucking well, what's her name is great well, in it too. T.J. Miller is a terrible person, so your movie opinion is invalidated. Move on. That's fine, but he's funny in that movie. He's good in both of them. Um. So there's that. Uh. In next next one down, I watched. Well, this I watched these with my son. I'm just gonna bring them up. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs one and two. Lord Miller films. Very funny. Very they enjoyable. I didn't. Yeah, know. I think that was their first movie. Was Cloudy. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's got uh. They both have Bill Hader as the lead. The second one is Will Forte as the bad guy. They got a lot of good voice actors. In all their wills. I remember the book when I was a kid. So do I. Yeah. A lot of fun memories. Yeah. Good film. Watch it. There's two of them? Two of them. Uh, yeah. And one of them, they both have James Caan. One of them have Mr. T. And one of them, they got rid of Mr. T and replaced it with Terry Crews. That's a good, that's an upgrade. They both have Anna Ferris. Mm. One of them has, uh, what's his name? Ash from Evil Dead. I can't remember his name. Bruce Campbell? How do you not not remember Bruce Campbell? Because like, Anna Ferris has a terrible cameo in Keanu. Does she? Yeah. 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 Mm, what Have you seen Keanu? No. That's good. That's fine. Okay. Next up, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, yeah. you, Yeah, you texted me about that, and I was like, oh, I guess you saw it. I, 
I like the first one better. I think I like the second one better, but I they're like I said last week, they're kind of still on like even keel with me. This yeah. movie, I'm, like I even feel like Deadpool one and two. I'm like, well, I like them both. Like yeah. I feel like I like them both. Again, neither one are bad, and I enjoy both of them. But I feel like they're on the same level. For I feel me. like Ant Man and Wasp like tonally was kind of all over the board. Really? Yeah. Oh, I felt it was way more tonally at like straight line than the last one. See, I feel like the last one kind of had this like funny heist almost comedic tone to it the whole way through. This one, I feel like it was trying to do that, but then it would kind of get, like, dark and serious. Yeah. A lot darker and serious than the first one, and it was like... There was, like, jokes that I felt like didn't really fit in the right place. They were funny jokes, but, like, this is a weird place to make that joke. What exactly was dark? Like, the whole thing with, like, the like the whole mom story, the whole, like, tr- sort of tragic ghost story. I didn't think Ghost was a terrible villain. Ghost is not a terrible... She's not a villain, that's the problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, she's not... Like, her motivation makes sense, and everyone... The reason... And that's why I can't... I think it's, like... It, I agree with you in that, that capacity, where I feel like it's a weird... When you identify with the villain's... Like motivation, it's like, well, it's, she ceases to be a villain, especially well, like Blade Runner. Especially Rick Deckard's the villain of Blade Runner. Well, yeah, but Blade Runner is a lot smarter than Ant Man. The, the problem is, is that Ant Man and and uh, Hank Pym all just need to sit down and be like, okay, let's help you out. But instead, it's all just like fights. But no, no, but there's a reason they can't do that. They got a timetable to save his wife, and he even says, "He's like, once I get her, I will help her." After the fact, not when they first meet. In their first meet, it's just a fight. And it's well, just like, that, oh. the Hank Pym's an asshole. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. It, it, again, it, it doesn't break the movie, but it's like, it seems kind of sick. How hot is Michelle Pfeiffer? She's hotter when they unage her face. I, I, like, I, I, old Michelle Pfeiffer, I was like, damn. I will tell you what, though. I, Silver Fox. The, here's what I'll compare it to movie-wise that you've seen. You remember how stupid Batman versus Superman was? Because yes. Batman's just like... We all know why Superman's fighting Batman, yeah. but they can't just stop and go, hey, Lex Luthor's got fucking Lois Lane and my yeah. mom, like, we Martha. need to talk. They just kept fighting. Yeah. Like, that's like that's a problem I had with the, the ghost Ant-Man dynamic. It was just like, if you guys just, like, stop for four seconds and explain your positions, you'll be fine. I feel like you guys are saying Ant-Man weird. Ant-Man. So anyway. Anyway. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But overall. I still think the first one better. I still, I think Michael Pena is the best part of both of those films. He's very funny. His scenes, his, his little crew scenes, the bit where Ghost shows up and the Russian dude just freaks out about Baba Yaga is There's, there's a really funny bit too. There's a funny like back and forth about like, cause like, um, uh, Walton Goggins is like a, like a, like a it's black a, market tech guy. He's like yeah. a, a mobbed up dude. Yeah. Walton yeah. Goggins. And he has he has like these two like heavies with him, and the one guy is like like got this like uh, truth serum, right? And they argue back and forth about truth serum. They're like he's like he's gonna inject you with this stuff, and, and you're gonna you have two minutes suggestion. And he's like, oh, it's truth serum. And he's like, no, it's not. There's just and, they, and they're like they keep going back and forth, and then like it's just funny as hell. It's like, like he goes, okay, it's not truth serum. He looks like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. There was a great line. And the like, guy that the guy that was uh, one of the Joker's gang is one of the the tech guy. It's it's T Pain. No, not T Pain. T I. Yeah. T I. It was T Pain. T Pain. It's T I. And the guy that was like one of the Joker's. The guy tried to kill. Yeah, tried to kill Gordon in Dark Knight. That guy's been in a bunch of stuff, but oh, you know who he was? He was in Blade Runner, the second one. He's the guy that got his spine ripped out by Joy. He's also the first. He was in the first Ant Man. Was he? I don't even remember. That whole crew was at the first time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But, like, the bit Amy. where... Amy. Like, but, but where he puts the truth serum on Michael Peña, and Michael Peña goes like this huge rambling, and Walton Goggins is just getting upset, and then T.I. is this great line. He's like, 
You put a dime in, you gotta hear the, the whole, whole song. That reminded me of fucking uh, uh, Handsome Pete. Pete. That was oh, like yeah, I, I felt like that was a, I felt like that was a Simpsons joke. But I, I enjoyed Ant Man a lot. Um, and but the, I would say the Stinger is super fucking dark. Stinger, the Stinger is like one of the best Stingers that they've done. What is the Stinger? The Stinger I, is. I think, yeah, go ahead. Well, spoiler alert for the rest of you. But it, it's not really a spoiler anyway. So all of this is happening concurrently with what's going on in Infinity War. Yeah. But you don't know that until after the movie. Right. So the the very last scene, they're trying to harness some uh, microverse energy or something. So they send Ant Man. Into the microverse. Quantum verse, thank you. Or, I'm sorry, quantum. Quantum realm. Did you just put quantum in front of everything? (laughs) Yeah. So, they, uh, so, Paul Rudd's in that, and then you've got, uh, you've got Hope and, and Hank Pym, or Stan Slide, and, I think, uh, Janet. All of them, yeah. Well, Janet, Hope, and... Do they all just turn to Ash? Yeah. Well, we, all of a sudden, he's like, alright guys, get me out, and, like, they're at the control council, Cuts to him. He's like, "All right, done. Get me out." And he come back. It's just Ash. Yeah, right. and he's stuck. He's in stuck the in the quantum, quantum realm, realm or whatever. Yeah. But so people are postulating that's how we will reverse the Thanos shit. Is well, some, you know he'll be in the next movie. Yeah, he has to be, right? Yeah. I want a whole movie in the quantum verse. I want some really fucking weird. There's like, some really cool into vision. the void kind what's of Ant Man movie. That fucking thing that I had to draw for the cover of Water the Bear? books. The little micro guy. The Water Bear. Big. Oh, the the tar targard. Tardigrade, yeah, yeah. Water That's in the fucking right. quantum. Yeah, they show up and they almost yeah. eat fucking Hank Pym. Giant bugs, no butts. Yeah, well, they're they're, they can live. They no. can survive in space without air or water. Can't so can I? But don't you don't hear me bragging about nice. it. Uh, so then, I, so I watched that. Liked it. Uh, next up, I watched the Netflix Death Note, which is a movie based on the anime. anime I guess. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I didn't. I never. Have you seen? Have you seen the anime? I don't know anything about. Do it. Do you know the premise? No. So the idea is there's this kid that uh, he gets a, he's just some dork, and he gets this notebook just shows up in front of him. Mm-hmm. It's got all these fucking rules in it. And in the very end of the blank page, it's basically whoever's name you write in the notebook will die. Johnny Depp. And it will die the way that you say. <laughs> Johnny Depp. <laughs> and they will die in the way that you say they will die. Oh, shit. And um, you can, like, control them for, like, two days. Jet intake. <laughs> So you can jet do that. like the drug and fallout. No, the jet intake, like the thing on the. Like, oh shit! Something. <laughs> so it becomes this weird thing where it's like basically, basically people wishing people into um, Final Destination esque deaths. That sounds cool. It, I liked it, and so the 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 book is kind of control, not control, but the book is kind of owned by this kind of death god demon thing. That's like the big eight foot tall black that's, thing that's voiced by Willem Dafoe. Okay. And so it's I've kinda, seen that thing in like memes and stuff. So it's kind of like a genie sort of like you know uh, that thing, right? It's like yeah. A, yeah. What it's kind of like a wishmaster sort of situation. Yes. So that big black <laughs> monster is the the wishmaster. Yeah. Is it a wishmaster thing where it's like all hyper literal? It's not. It's like super like, hyper literal. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's like Calypso but then, and the twisted metal. <laughs> so this kid he said to disarm him. So I took off his arm. He said he wanted a ten inch pianist. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy. So this kid decides he's got this power now so he decides to use it for good quote unquote he starts killing off he like he kills Johnny Depp well he kills so he kills off no he kills Jeff. so first he kills a bully and that's that like movie. a test then he kills the guy that killed his mom and they say okay I can do that he kills like North Korean dictators he kills like it, all you do is know their name and be able to picture their face he killed Johnny Depp Kevin Smith yeah uh, fucking McG yeah all the Hollywood Brett elites Ratner. Brett Ratner Brian Singer 
this so, is, man, I need to make my own Death Note movie. That's what we should do. We should, you know how all the women rape revenge movies is? We should do a movie about like a young boy <laughs> just, that goes back and just starts whacking all these fucking pedo directors. <laughs> that's not bad. Not bad. So don't tell me the whole movie because I want to watch it. That's a Netflix original, I believe. I mean, as far as ripping off an anime goes, yes. Well, no, I mean they produced it, right? But but the idea is that he so he kills all these people and he gives, he basically says he associates it with this persona called Kira, and basically all these Man, people are like. Me. So basically, when all these people die, like he leaves, he makes them before they die, like leave a note, like Kira was here or some shit like that. He it's happening all over. He the kid that he makes so he can control him. He's like he's like he writes in the book. He like. He'll say something like, on August, you know, 3rd at 2 p.m., TJ will slash open his wrist and all, in, in his blood write, Kira was here on the wall. Like, okay. he can do that. Like, he had that level of control over him. But basically, okay. it gets to the point where the world starts fearing Kira and crime sort of starts calming down, but then people are against this vigilante justice and there's like a Kira worship system. It gets pretty interesting. Huh. Where's the catch? It doesn't seem like there's anything bad. He seems to just be doing everything... We'll watch the film. You mm. said you didn't want the whole thing. The film. I liked it, so I'll like I'll, I'll be interested. Elevator to hear. pitch. There needs to be a catch as to what like fucking why why does things start going bad? His dad's trying to catch him. His dad's catching him. Killing His dad's him. a cop. Yeah, like an investigator trying to. Yeah. Crack did you case. watch the anime after this? No, I did not. But the manga. Mm. Yeah. I did not read the manga. Well, I'll check it out. So these are all movies I liked, and then we get to a movie I thought I liked, but I don't. Uh-oh. Which is Fred Savage's The Wizard. Well, I mean... I forgot how kind of like... <laughs> Weren't like, you like nine when that came out? Yeah, yeah, but I forgot how it was. It was 1988, yeah. 89 it came out. Could you tell how bored Christian Slater was doing the movie? Oh, he was super bored. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But like, so there's lots of problems with it. Like one... All the arcade games, the eight bit version, eight bit Nintendo versions. That's problematic. You got the high score on Double Dragon. There, wait, there's what, lots. What do you mean by that? Double Dragon was an arcade game, right? I remember yeah. that. The Double yes. Dragon arcade game did not look like the home eight bit version. No, of, not at all. But, but in, the the, movie, in the movie, in the arcade, they yeah. are playing the eight bit. They're Nintendo like gambling Double on Dragon. Double Dragon for points or something. Against businessmen, dude. I remember the biggest thing about that movie when I was a kid was they showed Mario Brothers three. Yeah. That was the that was the Mario Brothers three announcement. Yeah, like, commercial. The Mario Bros. 3 had not come... That was how they launched Mario Bros. 3. And that was a huge deal in my life when Mario, Mario oh, Bros. Yeah. 3 came out. That was a big Mario deal. Bros. So here's goes. So it's a sales pitch for Nintendo and Nintendo Power, and they actually do that thing where they call into the Nintendo, like, council center, yeah. and this guy's got all these binders, and he's trying to explain to the redheaded girl all the way to beat job. all the games. What? That was a real What's job. That? Where you would call Nintendo game Power counselors. Like, and ask them for tips and shit. For real? Yeah. And Nintendo shit. game counselors. Jesus Christ. It was like a suicide hotline for the... Battletoads. <laughs> he used the he glove, right? Well, that, that guy turned out to be a prevert. Uh, Excuse me? The kid who played uh, the kid who played Corey or Chuck or his name is Lucas. Lucas, yeah. He ends up being he ended up getting become a registered. That's the sex main offender. kid, right? That's yeah, the, the tit- bad kid. That's the titular wizard. No, the no. titular wizard's like a, he's all he's like a kid with PTSD. I, yeah, I, I feel remember like, when I was a kid. I feel like that kid got molested in a draft of the script that they couldn't actually go with. It gets really fucking dark. Like he like watched his twin sister drown and then he goes catatonic. I remember being a kid and being upset that Fred Savage, who was top build wasn't the lead. No, it's Rain Man. He's like, he's yeah. fucking talking. I mean, the guy's yeah. eight years old or whatever. I didn't, like, it's like, what? How is he not the main guy? So there's other weird shit, like Fred Savage's dad's truck gets dismantled in one scene, but then it's completely back together and driving away in the, in the closing How'd scenes. How'd you watch this? It's on um, Amazon, maybe? Oh, yeah. Uh, at one point, 
the mom and the stepdad of the catatonic boy and uh, Fred Catatonic and Fred Savage. This the is cat's so, Titanic. Their son. This cat's don't want to get. Their worried. son either ran away or got stolen from a mental institution nine days ago. They have hired a man, a bounty hunter for lost children. Like <laughs> Jesus, this Christ. is what they're doing. Like the guy in fucking raising Arizona. <laughs> this is what they've done to get their son back. But they inexplicably have now taken a trip to Universal Studios in California. Where he happens to be. Where the kid happens to be, <laughs> and they can run a bounty hunter. And they're sitting there, like, taking drinks, and, like, going on a tour. They run the bounty hunter, like, hey, where's our son? It's been nine days. I'm like, why are you not sitting by a phone? Like, what the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah, this is free cell phone, yeah. so. The scoring system in Video Armageddon makes zero sense, but that's fine. Uh, for some reason, Video Armageddon is taking place in a soundstage that is underneath the King Kong section of the Universal Studios <laughs> tour. That's funny. And then lastly, and this I think is a point lots of people make, Fred Savage is... Fred Savage. Savage. <laughs> Fred, Fred Savage. Fred Savage is in the front row watching his brother. Two, two seconds previous, two. he's like, how can you spring a new game on us? We don't know this game. What are we going to do? Oh my God, Super Mario Bros. 3. And then, beat, beat, he's in the front row going, he needs to find the warp zone. How the fuck do you know about this warp zone? And how the fuck did your brother find it? And how does that score you all the points in the world? Like, Yeah, I don't know. Is there even a point system in Mario Brothers? Yes, there is a point system, but who gives a shit? Point, remember when points mattered in games? Yeah, yeah like in Atari. Like a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. But that movie is... So just just wildly inconsistent. Well, you know how like nowadays, even when they talk about video games and a lot of movies, like they're completely off. Like we've watched a few movies where they like get into video games, and it's like what? So it's like even back then, like those guys writing that movie only knew about fucking Pong and. But they had they had fucking Nintendo there. Like Nintendo yeah, should have been how, how fucking hands on. Nintendo should have been like yo, bro. Nintendo doesn't strike me as a company that was real worried about their fucking IP. Well, even back then, until Mario Brothers. Right. Yeah. Oof. But anyway, those are the movies I watched. They're kicking around uh, the idea to do another one of those. Yeah, but it's like Animator, right? Yeah. Can't get Bob Hoskins back. He's dead. So oh, I, shit. I, yeah. <laughs> Did you or John Leguizamo. He's still alive. All right. Uh, Just an old Luigi film? Yeah. Uh, that'd be fun. John Luigi's Zamo. They should make fucking Luigi's Haunted Mansion. That's a movie I would watch. He's sucking ghosts off. That's a fun game. That game rules. I like that game a lot. It's one of the best Mario games like ever made, but I think four people played it. Sorry. Yep. That's a big deal. Uh, and there's also like a weird hidden. I think I played it because it was the launch title for the GameCube. I think it, came it was out one of the first. Yeah. yeah. There's a weird hidden that level ropes, where ropes squadron. where Luigi. There's a shadow of Luigi hanging himself. Yeah. yeah it's like. <laughs> yeah. Google it. It's fucking. Little weird. dark. Probably fucking suit of fifty one. Probably did that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so you and uh, Sean, you and I only watched one thing, right? One yeah. So let's just go together. Go ahead. We almost went together. I think we uh, went I think like two hours apart. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you see it? I saw it at uh, uh, Snowden. I saw it at Cinemark. Yeah. Like a mark. Cinemark. Oh wait, did Cinemark? I see it at Cinemark? I don't remember. You're a Cinemark. Uh, we saw Christopher McQuarrie's Mission Impossible Six. Yeah, Fallout? I need Tom Cruise. Yeah, I know I've I know I'm the only one that cares, but like can we just go back to numbering movies? Like I hate all these like subtitles. I think it's like people it's really dumb. I think they think people have sequel versions, so if they see a number in it, they'll be like, meh, but we all know but that they're not confusing. all the first one. Right. 
And especially in this one, like, I, I don't know, I mean, I've seen all of the fucking Mission Impossible movies. This one was the only one that seemed to care about the previous movie. It kind of reminded me of the last Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond movie, because those movies don't care about continuity, and then Spectre came out, and they're all about continuity yeah. all of a sudden, and it's just like, wait, what? I've only seen Skyfall, I saw like 10 minutes of Spectre with you. Yeah, it's not great. Mm. Those aren't very good. You need to watch Casino Royale as the bomb, and yeah. then, uh, fucking, even Quantum, Quantum of Solace. Solace, which everybody hates, I don't hate it all, but... Is it an Iron Man 2 thing, do you think? I don't know, I, people, I, people have a lot of problems with that movie, I, I think maybe it's just because it's colored by the last two films, I think that Quantum Solace is totally watchable and a lot of fun. And it's also got that Russian broad I really like. Mm. Olga. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Her. God. Uh, anyway, uh, Mission Possible Fallout. <laughs> what did you think of that movie? I liked it. Uh, oh, you saw it? No. Okay. It was long. It was I mean, it was... It, it was so fucking long. You could have cut that movie down at least a like, half an hour. So, it was funny, I went with a buddy of mine from work, she's like, she's never seen any of them, and she's like, I feel like I've seen every Mission Impossible movie now, just by watching the movie. Yeah, no. Fucking, like, because there's a, we'll probably have, like, mild spoilers, although I don't know, you can really spoil a movie. You can't like really this. spoil an action movie. There's a, there's a scene where Henry Cavill, like, looks like he succeeded, he's an elevator, and it's like, oh, is this the end of the movie? Nope. Is this going to the sequel? It's like, no, there's a whole nother movie There's basically another hour to go when that ha- I felt the same way. It was like, yeah. this is the end point of the movie. What right. is the plot? It's very convoluted. Try. Uh, basically, Tom Cruise is Ethan, is Ethan Hunt, Hunt, which I always want to say Ethan Hulk. Mike Hunt. Ethan Hunt <laughs> is tasked with a mission to get to these cover. three mission, three missing uranium cores, right? right? Because the villain, did have you seen any of the Mission Impossible's? Yeah, the villain from Rogue Notes. Yeah, so the guy it from no, it's Ghost from Bruce. which one in Rogue Notes? Yeah, he's the the, the villain from Rogue Notes. Which that, one ended in the car vending machine? That's Ghost Pro. No, Christ, that... Yes, that's Ghost Pro. Oh, I haven't seen Rogue Notes, I don't think. Well, anyway, the villain from Rogue Notes made a terrorist group called The Syndicate, which is made up of all fucking, basically, rogue... uh, Like, rogue fucking, um... Like, special agents, right? Clever name. And they've... You know, they, they've they had it. They, all the governments are corrupt, and they're going to take every government down. The scum taken? So they... <laughs> nice. That was Captain Planet? No, that was uh, James Bond Jr. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah James Bond Jr. Why wasn't he James Bond Jr. if James Bond was his was uncle? His cousin. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uncle. Nephew. Are they all named James? It's like a Victor Victor Mesa thing. It's very strange. Anyway, so they get these... It's, Tom Cruise has to get these three uranium cores back. He fucks up, and then that just... That's what the MacGuffin of the movie. Oh, so it's like Ready Player One. No. With the three keys? Uh, no. I will give this movie... I, I This is a spoiler. Because I was like... In the first five minutes, I was like, wow, they've really changed this movie a lot. And then... I w- that's... See, if, if you're going to bring up the same point I am, I feel like Chris McQuarrie's dying to make this really dark yes. spy movie. And somebody's like... No. I was, like, so lucky. Because, like, there's a... It implies... It's a whole setup thing, but they catch this guy, and you see this, this CNN broadcast that's like... Well, it's it's fucking Wolf Blitzer. Yeah. It's legit Wolf Blitzer. And it's fucking... Fake news. Mecca, the Vatican, and something Jerusalem have all been nuked, and it's showing, like... Oh, and it's like, this movie's fucking dark. Like, and okay, like, cool. countless have died, and, like... So the movie opens and he and Tom Cruise fucks up and loses the uranium core. Right, because he doesn't want to let Ving Rhames get killed. Right, right. 
Because he's, you know, virtuous and wants His to His whole mode, like, it's like, the, the crux of the movie is, like, he can't see the forest for the trees. This is what he's they not, think. He's not going to break eggs to make this album. Right. So, he gives up these uranium cores, and then the next thing you see is these fucking headlines that, like, all the, like, the, the, because he's supposed to also find this, um, this bomb maker that the syndicate has enlisted and all this shit, and the next thing you see is the, the bomb maker's in fucking, in a hospital bed, like, handcuffed, but the broadcast is on TV that the nukes went off, and, like, basically their plan went, went, Flawless, went yeah. flawlessly, and I'm Flawless like, victory. holy fuck, this is that movie? Like, what if, because that's fascinating. Yeah. Like, what if Tom Cruise fucks up and now he's got to, like, because also the title implies, like, Fallout. Oh, yeah. this is him trying to fix his mess. Well, even there's that line in the trailer they're doing later in the movie where the guy, um, I forget what his name, Laszlo Bubblehead or whatever, he's <laughs> like, this is the fallout of all your good intentions. Yeah, that's it's a like, bad guy, yeah. Right. But this movie, the movie doesn't have any stakes, like, no. at all. Once that happens... So they, that, that's so all... So this stuff actually get nuked? No, it's all no. ruse. They, so they... This is also one of the dumbest parts of the movie, in my opinion. So the, 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 uh, impossible mission force, which is also yeah. fucking stupid, but... IMF, baby. They, they have, like, the most insane technology. Like, they have technology that literally makes you look and sound like any person. Yeah, they have Like a Westworld yeah. robot. No, I'm just trying to say, like... They have so much technology at their disposal. They create this entire elaborate muse or ruse muse, and you know they fake all this news footage and Wolf Blitzer and all this shit just to unlock this bomb maker's phone. You're telling me you can't unlock a fucking right. phone? What do you mean? So how do you unlock? What does that do? He's got a password to unlock his phone. So they can trace. They can trace back to the the big boss. So, so they you construct this whole like news broadcast with Wolf Blitzer and fucking and yeah. Wolf Blitzer just Simon Pegg in the mask. And I'm fine with that. But like the like you said, the discrepancy of technology that you could like make a whole universe happen around him, but they couldn't hack his iPhone. Yeah, they it's can't hack ridiculous. a fucking phone. So after the bombs go off, why is the phone now open? <laughs> bombs the bomb never, didn't go never went off. It's after like, the fake bombs go off, why is the phone now open? Because he opened. He wanted them to read his manifesto, and it's like we're not doing that. And they're like, well, all right, we'll do it. And then they cut the Wolf Blitzer reading this manifesto. Yeah. So he unlocks the phone, and then it's like, haha, and Simon Pegg takes off the mask, and yeah, stupid. It is. The stupid. movie is like incredibly dumb, but like I feel like there's, there's so much. It's so dumb. disappointing because, like I said, there's another scene too where, uh, or again, we're ruining someone. It's such a great scene. So they're like, "This is how we're gonna. They're gonna do the plan." And blah blah. blah. And he's like, "So we're just gonna kill everybody." It's like, yeah. And they cut to everybody opening the vans. There's no, uh, yeah. there's no sounds. It's just the score. Yeah. You hated the scene, or you no? Know, I love this part, but I hated the fact that it was. A and fake I mean, they're out. just yeah. They're just. It's all just these, like these like kind of like somber strings, and they're just. No sound, just like gunning Tom everybody Cruise down. Tom Cruise is deep cover at this point, so he's got to be—he's forced to kill police, even though he doesn't want to. He only kills one cop in yeah. this sequence. He shoots him right in the bean, but then it's like—it was like a dream sequence. Like it's—it like was in his, in his fucking mind palace. Like yeah. this is what was going to happen, and it's like stupid. I wish I want that movie. Me. I want the nuke and yeah. Tom Cruise going way too far undercover, like you know, like a like a Hong Kong yeah. movie. And but here's the thing. Even even saying all that, I enjoyed the movie because the action beats in this movie are shot so well. Oh, yeah, the they're so fantastic. fucking compelling. Like I really wish that. And the, it was in the D box, so it was like getting slammed around. Yeah, I wasn't in the D box. D box. But man, I wish that the fucking movie was just written better. Like that one thing that really bothered me. Oh, in the well, there's the, a couple things. So go ahead, go ahead and do your thing. Well, there's there's two things I just want to hit real fast. One, there's a sequence where they do a halo drop. 
Tom Cruise and, and Henry Cavill, yeah. right? I believe it's that lightning, when the lightning hits in the D-Box, like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's awesome. So, Tom Cruise sets up the scene. They do a good job setting up the scene. Where at first, like, Henry Cavill's, like, oxygen is fucked up. So they establish, Tom Cruise is like, no, your oxygen needs to be in, because there's no... Henry Cavill's a CIA agent that's sent along because Angela Bassett's playing Angela Bassett, and she needs to run the operation. He's she doesn't trust Dylan. the IMF. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, Tom Cruise establishes that you need to have your oxygen up there. So, of course, there's a fucking problem where uh, Henry Cavill gets hit by lightning, and then... <laughs> Fucking his oxygen goes out, so Tom Cruise. So Tom Cruise comes in and like does a whole thing in midair, which apparently they did in real life, which is insane because no one would have known that they faked yeah. it. Which, but anyway, so he puts his oxygen on, but like Henry Cavill is basically dead and passed out, right, while they're doing this drop, and Tom Cruise like narrowly saves his life. But then the scene is punctuated with Henry Cavill going, like totally fine. Yeah, lands on his feet. Totally yeah. fine, going. Hey, your oxygen's off. It's like, no reference to the fact that, like, he was almost dead five yeah. seconds ago. Like, I get Henry Cavill's, like, this cocksure dickhead, but you can't tell me he planned on all Henry that. Cavill, inexplicably, is an uh, American CIA agent instead of being an MI6 agent, even though MI6 is, like, a big part of what's movie. going on in the yeah. background of the movie. Again, why just... Oh, just and he is wasting all his acting points on holding in his accent, which he cannot do, and he is... He is awful. I was like, you know he's the villain ten seconds into the movie. I was you know he's a villain from the trailer! I was no, 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 but he's not... He's not supposed to be. Not in the trailer, he, he's introduced as the villain. In the movie, he's not. Yeah. So that, that bathroom fight where he's fighting Tom Cruise, he's he doesn't actually fight Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Fight some other dude. Yeah, I was like, yeah. they did oh. a really good job, like masking it. So, and I was explaining to somebody uh, the other day that Henry Cavill's like delivery, like if if you watch a lot of like, I would say like movies from like the forties and the fifties, very nope. stagey, yeah, and staccato. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just very odd. So um, he's a reset the Cavill bot. He was really bad in the movie. Uh, but one thing that the last thing I'll talk about that I I couldn't stand is. So, the end of the movie, like like a lot of spy movies, like there's a ticking clock, right? There's literally a ticking clock where these nuclear bombs are going to go off if mm. they don't uh, disarm them. Right. You know, standard fare. But the problem is, is they're like 15 minutes, and they keep going back to this 15 minutes, right? So much shit happens where you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, this broad got in a fight, knocked out, tied up, woke up. All within, like, three and a half minutes. They have a daring helicopter chase. They're all across. A helicopter contact. chase where Tom Cruise learns how to fly a helicopter in the air, yeah. which I have a problem with. Was the bomb, like, in outer space? There's two time? bombs. Was yeah. it time dilation? No. no, no. Hmm. It's there's a dilation. There's a fucking... There's a trauma movie that I really love. It's, like, the last Toxic Avenger movie that they made, and they have a ticking clock. And they keep, it's like 30 seconds, and they keep cutting back to it, it's like and sometimes it goes to like 25 minutes, and sometimes it goes to 5 seconds, and at one point one of the characters goes, I don't know how much time that <laughs> But that's what, like, this is a serious movie, and that's what it felt like, because, I mean, it's crazy. There's, other, there's also another dark fake-out scene, you're at the point now where you know what's going on, where he's on the side of the mountain, and the ticking clock, and you just see this flash, but the flash is like him waking up in a hospital, not like... yeah. But there's all. They also introduced this like fucking ex-wife plot, which like, is totally not needed at no, all. No, and his ex-wife is played by Bridget uh, Monaghan. Is that her name? Uh, Bridget Michelle Moynihan. Mich Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Monaghan. From who looks True Detective. exactly like the. She other showed up at the end of one of the other movies. Mi yeah. the Mi six 
girl. That's... She looks a lot like uh, Rebecca Ferguson. And Future Beard shows up, and he's fucking terrible. Yeah, they, they Wes Bentley shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, that's Future Beard. He's this from movie sounds pretty Beard. toothless. It's it, it's like a great like the, the set pieces are fantastic. The, I mean, absolutely. So it's, like, a, so it's a stunt show. If you can yeah. turn off your brain during the whole clock countdown, like the actual helicopter fight, and like. That whole part, it felt like an Uncharted game. Like, it's so That's fast. That's exactly what the movie felt like. It's yeah. so fast and interesting. Like, I, I mean, it's like, this happens, and then this happens. Like, he crashes. Like, his whole plan is insane. Tom Cruise wants to smash his helicopter into Henry Cavill's helicopter to get this control out of Henry Cavill's hand. Now... I mean, he tries to kill him with like a, a bag full of boulders. It's like how's he gonna? Why are they crushing each other? If they're gonna go get these new because Henry Henry no, Cavill's a bad guy. He's the, he's the you find out he's the whole bad guy. Like so he, is Angela Bassett the bad guy? No, no, she, she know. didn't know. Everybody's like it's Mission Impossible. Everybody's like double crossing everybody else. But like I, again, the surrounding movie is fucking stupid. But like. The car chase in the yeah. middle of the movie oh, yeah, is yeah. fucking great. There's a bunch of great like motorcycle stunts, yeah. which I haven't oh, seen. Two motorcycles crash together, then doves fly. Fight no. scenes are good. Dude, there's a Tom Cruise is good in the movie. Tom Cruise is doing. good in everything. He Even does. the part where he was like running around trying to get Henry Cavill was yeah. really good. He's like just some I, bad movies. I loved. Like I really love. Again, like I think without the action beats, this is like a F. Yeah. This is a one five knuckle shuffle. But like the action sequences are so well done, it, it bumps to like a seven. Like I, I enjoy wow. it. six. It, I really, it's so long. The action beats. That's are a hell of a boost. The action yeah. beats are really well the guys, done. It, but the guys made good stuff before. Like he wrote the usual. Jack Reacher is good. He wrote uh. He wrote Edge of Tomorrow. The Way of the Gun. I like. He also Gun. wrote the Mummy. Jack he wrote Reacher? one version. Yeah, I've never seen the first Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher's great. The first Jack Reacher is surprisingly good. Horrible. I haven't seen the second one. But yeah, like the. And maybe it's not fair for and he me made to. The, he made the last two Mission Impossible. Yeah, maybe it's not fair for me to want this like my version of the movie. You know what I mean? This yeah. kind of like dark, dark, like post espionage movie. That's what we I always want, but the dark they movie. teased it. Yeah, when when if again, they didn't have that in the if they didn't set it up that way, I'd be a lot more accepting of it. But they set up this like super interesting movie. What the eh, first fuck again? The first five minutes where because you've never seen that in a movie like right. like oh a Mission Impossible movie where they fail the mission. That I want to see that. That like I kind of hope somebody like saw this movie and took that. Is going to take that idea somewhere later. Like somebody, yeah, not, not like a Mission Impossible movie, but takes that. Like premise. it opens it the first movie. It I've seen. It. I've only seen the last three. But like it, not it, with those. It kind of opens like the end of Watchmen. It's like I did it five minutes ago. Yeah, like, I want to see that movie. I want to see what happens after that. What the like, the function of, the, of an intelligence community in a world that's exploded already? Like well, that's they, an wait, that's what they did with um um. Skyfall, yes, sort of, but again, Skyfall Super Bowl. Skyfall's in the it's in the middle of it. So, what Sean's saying is like, do it right from the start. That's the first Mission Impossible movie. Not Whole real. team gets greased. Everything's going old. Everything like went tits up. Fuck, but up. it's not the world. No, it's okay. just the it's too small. That's what I'm saying. Like, make it big. You want a big tits up? Yeah, yeah. I want a big up. story with a small like a small story in a big world kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, I still enjoyed it. Though. I mean, I, 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 small soldiers, yeah, big battles. I'd watch it. I think we can all agree, though, that the debate is Henry Cavill bad in Superman and Batman, or is he just bad? He's just terrible. Yeah. I, maybe if I saw him doing his own voice at some point. Well, now what do you think about him in um, Immortals? I mean, I like Immortals, but I, it's a Tarsi movie. It's all about visuals. Yeah. Like, really, I think anyone could... Like, I don't remember... 
The only reason I even remember Henry Cavill is in it because it was the first movie I saw him in. And his mustache isn't even that, like, fucking good upon closer inspection. You just didn't want to shave it. Yeah, which is funny. It's not bad. It's a good little mustache. I don't know. Like, it's, it, like I said, it's it's the weakest of the, like, the post Mission Impossible 3 Mission yeah. Impossible movies, I would I say. I still haven't seen that one. The third one? It's the third one. Uh, so is that still the best one? Yeah. Out of the, out of, like, post- it's what funny. Mission Impossible Three is good too. That's right? what I'm talking about. Okay, because Mission Impossible Three is the best one, correct? Yes, that's what I just said. I like uh, Rogue Nation a lot. Ghost Proats. The biggest part about Fallout is it doesn't have a fun name to say, like Ghost Proats yeah. and Rogue Notes. Falute. All right, let's talk uh, about. Uh, hey guys, why don't you recap what happened in the Chronicles, Chronicles of Rick. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> so this movie is convoluted. Alright, so... It is kind of convoluted. Kind of? In the best way. Alright. So, let's start at the very beginning. Uh, movie opens on... No. Shit. Did the movie open with Necromongers? No, it opened in the... The, the Yukon or something. I thought it opened with the Necromongers and they cut to the Yukon. Oh, maybe. So anyway, you got the Necromongers. And they're fucking shit up. Explain what a Necromonger is. A Necromonger is, is like a death-worshipping science god alien freak. And, uh... And, and the guy who played the head necromonger was, like, the king of the ice giants. So, at some point, you got Riddick in full Santa Claus regalia uh, hopping around uh, an ice world where he's getting chased by Bobo Ron Perlman in his ship with net hammocks. In his Captain Power ship. Yeah. <laughs> it did look like it. Holy shit, what a reference. So, uh, Vin Diesel ends up fighting a ship with a couple of knives, wins, leaves everyone for dead on this ice planet, and then flies away to go find out where the bounty is on his head. And the bounty that's on his head is at Helios Prime. Helion Prime. Yeah, uh, Helios. So now we're at Helion Prime, and, and uh, Keith David from the first movie is there, but he didn't sell out Riddick. But people have a bounty on his head because they need him to be the Furion that they always knew he could be to fight the Necromongers and bring about the end of an ancient prophecy. Now, the Necromongers have been destroying worlds left, right, and center under the command of the Grand Marshal, who has been to the Gates of Death and is now part Phasey Ghost Man and can rip your soul from your body. Uh, Phasey Ghost Man. Him, uh, Thandy Newton, and Carl Urban are just going around wrecking shit for reasons unknown, I guess, to appease their death gods. Oh, it's known. That's like their whole deal. They, they, just, they, just, they just want more death and more like focus. Well, they also want to convert everybody to their death religion. Right. right. Just like uh, Catholics. Nice. So. Muslims. It, <laughs> it was the first religion I thought I could think of. <laughs> so, the space, so the space Catholics end up on Helios Prime. And then they either murder everybody or turn them into uh, more death Catholics. And now Riddick is there, and he tries to fight him, but he fails, and he sort of stabs a guy to death, but then he doesn't stab a guy to death. Sort of. And a guy gets his soul ripped out. And no, he definitely stabs that one guy to death. Yeah, but he doesn't get to stab the other guy to death. And so now he's getting all goggle-eyed, confused by these guys with Sega Game Gear strapped in their backs. <laughs> and that's when the dude he left for dead with the hammock, with the hammock ship comes back, and he's like... Yo, lock me up. And so for some reason, that guy can get off planet. So that guy takes him to a planet that's literally half on fire and half frozen, where they've made a prison world. But that's where Jack, from the first movie, is there. And so now we've entered the second phase of this movie, which is the prison movie. We've entered the second movie of this movie. Yeah. So now we're in the Alien 3 slash Alien 
resurrection portion. <laughs> Much like, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Much like Jupiter Ascending, if, if you told me the original script for this was like 700 pages, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. So we forget about the Necromongers for like the next, I don't know, two days. Hour? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, like, it, so he's battling like death dogs and he's rekindling his uh, friendship with the girl boy murderer from the first film. Yes. And the whole time that he's doing this, the bounty hunter that brought him in is having some sort of weird negotiation also, with the... Also, come see God's Sean and I news, news band, the moi, the man-boy murderers. <laughs> so he's I having this... I almost got that joke out. Almost. So <laughs> he's sitting here trying to debate costs with this guy on this half-burning, half-frozen planet. The whole time... Riddick is either causing ice cream of uh, temperatures. <laughs> Riddick is either squashing or starting prison riots and befriending demon dogs that are sent down to eat prisoners randomly. <laughs> and like Vin Diesel's like default pose throughout this whole thing is like sort of crucified. Like he's always got his arms like okay. He's always so constrained. Gone. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's got them in the traps. Yeah. And the whole time there's just a lot of just sexual tension. Everywhere. Do that like well, there's no, there's like four minutes of this movie that are like very sexual. Like ladies sniffing and then, him and stuff. I would say it's all over the movie. It's literally just one part of the movie. Fanny Newton's pretty. She's pretty gooed up. Yeah. Most of okay. The time. So two parts. But every scene she's in, she's like because well, she's leaving hot. slug trails. She's hot. There, there's only there's one scene where she's like making out with Carl Urban's neck and she's licking like, his she's face. Like, she like drops down in front of him and she like sneaks around back door. But that's one like, scene. Yeah. yeah. And then the other scene is Give when the old rusty everyone's trombone. sleeping in the spaceship and and the woman starts smelling Vin Diesel and then he says something gross. No, no. What he says he says to Danny Newton is yep. a long time since I no, smelled. No, there's pretty. a different sniffing scene. Yeah, there's two sniffing there's the scenes. There's the Merc sniff where she's sniffing all up his cock and yeah, yeah. she legit sniffs. Teeth, it's sexy. Yeah, yeah, you grind your teeth. It's sexy. It's so fucking weird. And then <laughs> it cuts to Bobo Ron Perlman like adjusting his crotch. Like, what the fuck? Was so all this is happening. Yeah. And then we sort of turn into like an Emmanuel movie from the seventies. <laughs> then we jump back That's to the reference. Necromongers and we find out that the Lord High dead dude is worried because because uh, Vin Diesel's a Furian and Furians will fulfill the prophecy. There's some sort of, of messes like, messianic <laughs> like. Fury and murder prophecy. Well, they also say that this, these necromongers have gone and strangled all the children on this planet with their own umbilical cords yeah. as they're being born. Yeah, which is kind of rough. That's fucking metal. Yeah, it's metal as <laughs> fuck. I can't, I can't imagine that there were that many people that were giving birth during the invasion, but that's fine. Maybe they're like Krogan and they just reproduce on the reg. Oh, so. shit. And then I guess it's... don't reproduce. I thought that was... Their, well, yeah. after they gave them the, the, the xenophage. The genophage, yeah. So now... Uh, it works. So, oh, that's the other thing. There's a weird, like, breeder subtext that they keep referring to. Well, Fanny Newton's, like, the only woman necromonger. I don't think... No, those are the women. It's just, she's the one. She's in, like, gold snakeskin the she entire got, time. Maybe a uh, really intense gay dude did a pass on the script because they're the only ones that ever use the term breeders. Yeah. <laughs> and I think... Or well, they're just related to Kim Deal. I was about to beat it to it. <laughs> what was that? Uh, maybe she had that same, like, uh, that Mallrats contract where she got to keep all of her outfits because her, her outfits... Space outfits. Her golden snake dresses. Her snake dresses like, change. I want nothing. I want all my clothes to press my tits into oblivion. Mm. So now, uh, Vin Diesel is trying to escape prison while the Necromongers are trying to get to prison and murder him. And then, so you get a, like a four-way bang him up between the bounty hunters, uh, Vin Diesel, the prisoners, and the Necromongers. And the sun. And, oh, and the sun and the winner. So the entire time, they have to run 29 clicks. 
Yes. To the Gogs. land that Gog's Fat Eye clicks, which is short for kilometers. Yeah, it's 29 kilometers north and 20 miles west. I forget. Yeah. It's like both. <laughs> so they gotta go, they gotta haul ass, uh, they gotta haul ass on the surface of the sun, on the surface of this planet, where like two feet to your left it's 700 degrees, and two feet to your right it's minus 300 degrees. <laughs> But you have to run in this little 68 degree window that's right in the middle. And it's spinning at yeah. like 20 million times the speed of Earth. Hope you don't sleep on your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to go through the lava fields and people get obliterated into sand and dust. Uh, no one gets frozen to death, which would have been nice if they kind of played it both ways. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. Or one guy gets turned to ice and they just throw him the other way and just turns to steam. Shit, that would have been cool. Now, anyway, so they fight the Necromongers on the sun planet. And Carl Urban thinks he wins, but instead Bruce Wayne and Vin Diesel have a moment. Bruce Wayne is what, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, excuse me, is what was turns out to be the last of the Furians. And he's like, "Yo, go fuck up my boy!" And he takes off all his finger armor and walks into the sun. Wait a minute, pause. So is Reddick not actually a Furian? Though? He is a Furian. Okay, so they're both they're both okay. Furians. He thought he was the last. Then he realized that. Yeah. Because and then and then because uh, Riddick keeps having spirit because yeah, they both dreams. had the body glove mark. Yeah. But and if that guy, if Riddick died, then he would have been the last one. Yeah, but he didn't want to be. Oh. He always wanted to be the second to last one. Because oh, he thought he was the, the last one. Fury. He wanted to be the penultimate Fury. Mm. Which doesn't mean the ultimate Fury. <laughs> no, I, I got it. I know what penultimate means. But they keep having these vision walking. Enough. <laughs> he keeps having these spirit visions about the sexy broad. It's always on the gas station TV. <laughs> but that sexy broad is only in the un cut version. Oh, really? Her credit is only in the uncut What's version. Sexy the one that just wanders in from another movie to give him, like, the Poca Space Pocahontas that comes uh, in and, like, tells him how it is. Yeah, she was gorgeous. So there's, like, Riku if the plot Pocahontas already kind of didn't make sense, like, but I the plot she, makes less sense. Isn't in the, she a Furian? I she is, but she's like the Furian, like, spirit mother. Yeah. She's like the Gaia. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's Lady Furian. This movie is so fucking, it's like, it's so full thick. of nonsense. <laughs> so now... It's like a fucking Bavarian cream-filled nonsense donut. So now that he... So now uh, Riddick has now infiltrated uh, the Death Cult's jammers back on... Wearing his uh, Lando Calrissian disguise. Yeah, in Helios Prime. Yeah, he's dressed up like a Gamorrean, and then... <laughs> Uh, then he starts murdering everybody, and you end up with a uh, Fade Ralph, uh, 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 Paul Moib Deeb uh, final fight <laughs> in the main room. Was that Mo- <laughs> God, I, it took me a, that was a Dune reference. Yeah. Moa yeah. Deeb, yeah, okay. Yeah. So they get into a fight. Moib Deeb on Deep. So they, uh... They uh, they get into like a soul battle because no, one dude can. There's no Nam Jabbar. The one dude can Donnie Darko his way across the room and like he turns yeah. into his own trails, and so now Thandie Newton's like, "Yo, Carl Urban, now's your time take to fucking take the throne." Axe. Yeah, so grab his axe with three blades and uh, go get busy. And so they they catch the <laughs> let's get busy. So over the course of the fight, uh, Jack comes back. She goes to the dark side, comes back to the good side, and gets impaled on just sharp decorations. They just got a spire of razors as like just a fucking pure one decoration. <laughs> but then uh, the Grand Marshal gets caught in a rundown with his soul in two places at once, and it's either get uh, triple axed to death by uh, Carl Urban or get brain stabbed <laughs> by Vin Diesel so he, he picks, broke off he broke, broke the blade off and now Vin Diesel is the king of the necromongers and then it just kind of ends that's it and for some reason Judy Dench is made of wind <laughs> and she's, she's really an good elemental mouth. right and their phones are based on dead people in cups of water yeah 
And like half dead people in bags are like their <laughs> oracles. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is all over the board. <laughs> this movie, I get, you all can speak to this better than I can, but I can't believe that the first movie is like this sort of small, grounded aliens knockoff. Yeah. Like, it's really this, small. This movie is like every sh- science fiction movie. It really is. It's like, let's cram everything in How here. How many planets do we visit over the course At of this film? At least a dozen. Yeah, it, we go through the whole galaxy in this <laughs> fucking movie. It's insane, and everyone else is, like, in a different movie than Vin Diesel, who <laughs> literally looks like somebody's yelling his lines out off camera. Like, it's nuts. Skittish tunes. And things. he says, like, it's so funny because... We well, like, did it in Triple X, too, where he would just say, like, the most, like, nonsensical shit, and they would cut, like... Yeah. I mean, at one point, like like we said, with that weird sex scene, sexy scene, not mm. sex scene, he goes, you grind your teeth, it's sexy. Who has ever said that, like, ever? Really? All the time. All the time. All the time. I mean... I like a nice nub. It's... It's so fucking weird, but like, it's so ambitious. Like, it's, I don't know, it's they a. They are swinging for the best. Oh, yeah. It's I like, mean, there's like, so, it's like. They're just taking big cuts. I just feel like I'm going, I'm retreading what Sean said last week, but it's true. It's like, I would have thought this is based off like 35 novels. Like, the, this the, thing is lore like, dense. Like, if you told me that some lunatic wrote, like, a hundred year history of the necromongers and their fucking lineage yeah. and all their, you know, the, uh, you know how, like, in Can you a, imagine all the fanfic this inspired? Uh, well, probably none. But, uh, like, you know how, like, um, you know how in, like, science fiction fantasy books that are, like, epics, they always have the trees yeah. where, like, this character goes yeah, and branches yeah, yeah. off to this, and, I mean, Dune does it, Game of Thrones does it, Lord of the Rings does it. Like, the, it, there should be this for that this movie. You know what I mean? Like, how how much? A lot. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> like a uh, Fury and Necromonger chapter fourteen. I love every performance in this movie so much. Like everybody's really trying, and Vin Diesel's just Vin Diesel. And Judy Dench is like an elemental space. Yeah, she's a Benedictorate. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is what she is. But, like, everybody's really steering into it. Like, Carl Urban. Oh, Carl Urban is, like... He's fantastic. Yeah, he is, like... He is swinging his hardest. I mean, yeah. he is, I love Carl Urban. He is doing that, like, Shakespearean sort yeah, of, he's like, doing Hamlet. Yeah, exactly. Like, With a mullet. Oh, they got Carl Urban's pistol on there. This should be... The necro dope. pistol for 105 years. It's the most aggressive mullet, too, because it's a mullet that goes into dreadlocks. <laughs> Well, um, braids, I guess, not really dreadlocks. Two hundred fifty bucks. What is it for the Vin Diesel Necromonger SDCC exclusive? What is it? A toy? Yeah, it's a toy. It's like fucking. Can you bring the recording thing back on there? It makes me nervous. Yeah, I hate when you don't do that. Try right, Thank you. Anyway, um, anyway, what else? You got? I've talked the fucking much. art direction. This movie is amazing. It is tremendous. That is the strongest part of this whole thing. It's absolutely fantastic. And again, it blows my mind that it was created wholly for this movie. Yeah, like not based on anything else. No, it was made it out of whole cloth. I mean, it is like obviously reminiscent of 
it's everything very, else. It, it's very Geigery. But it kind of beats some of the stuff to market. Like, it beats uh, the precogs from fucking um, the Minority Report, sure. which is almost like the same design. And it even, and I'd say that the Necromongers, like, architecture and the a lot of their, like, stuff inside their ships is very reminiscent of, like, Prometheus. Yeah. Come yeah. Or, um, but again, that's, you know, Geiger and from. Well, we talked about Tarsim. Oh, yeah. Like, very, uh, it's very Tarsim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had told me that Tarsim directed this, I'd be like, yeah, that makes, this makes sense. This almost feels like a Terry Gilliam movie in parts of it. It does. Yeah, it kind of gets, it's kind of got a little Brazil feel to it. Like, yeah, it's weird. Like real dark, but also, like, it's still very, like, early 2000s. There's a lot of, like, weird camera moves and snap zooms. And There's a dark lot city. of fucking weird... Oh, uh, uh, Alex, Alex Proyas. Yeah, Alex Proyas. Who also made fucking Gods of... Gods of Egypt. Yeah, and which, uh, Knowing or Next, one of the two of them. Did that come out? Did Gods of Egypt come out in the summer? I feel like it did. I feel like it came out off-season. But this movie's got like, little tastes of everything I like. Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. This movie's... This version of this movie is two hours and 15 minutes, and I don't think it feels... Have you watched the theatrical long? cut? Uh, whenever it came out. Yeah. I'm wondering how different it was from the version we watched. I know it's shorter. Oh, yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, apparently one whole character isn't in the movie. I mean, this movie's, like, <laughs> super bloated, but it kind of has to be. Like, as we talked about Mission Impossible, you know, being two and, it was like, two hours and 40 minutes or something. Yeah. Mm. But, like, this movie has so much shit in it, like, it almost necessitates being that long. Well, this movie, it's that long, and it still feels, like, over... It feels like it, like shit's leaking out of the sides. Yeah. It's so stuffed. The like, whole movie's like, lore, 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 lore. It's like a fucking... And then it's a different movie it's with like when different you, it, lore. So yeah. It's like prison lore and necromonger lore. It's like a Chipotle thing when you get, like, two extra salsas in and you're like, you know this is like... <laughs> they're gonna roll it and it blows out the side. They're gonna get another tortilla. In. Well, <laughs> and it's just funny, too, because, like, you're dealing with all this lore-heavy stuff with this character that's just, like, kind of a blank slate more. Yeah. Like, Riddick is not it's just... It's just, like, lore happening around him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, He's finding about it out about it as we find out. Well, he doesn't know anything about these people. Well, like, he's finding out about him. Like, he's right. like... And, it, uh, no joke, this is two completely separate movies oh, at the, the yeah. same time. Well, I said it during the movie, but if you'd have told me that the, like, prison movie... If you'd have told me that originally the movie was supposed to be the prison movie and then some script about the Necromongers was, like, half-written and then they just kind of stitched them together, that would have made sense to me. Because that's what it feels like. It feels like that... That prison movie seems like the logical step. Yeah, it seems like the boring. The prison movie is what you would expect after the first movie. Because if it's just the prison movie, I'm not really interested. No, no. It's all the other fucking wacky shit that's going on. And like, so how much of this movie carries over to the next movie? A, a bit. A bit. Yeah. But the third movie is like it's small like, again. It's like an exploitation movie. Oh, right and here. also like. The title of this movie doesn't really make any sense. Chronicles. Of the Riddick. Chronicles. Because it's like one story. Well, there's a lot yeah. going on. But it's not the Chronicles of anything. I feel like it's. It sounds like the Chronicles should be like. Th like, this should be part one Necromongers. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think that was the intention. Yeah. Was and it? then it made $5 million. Yeah. I loved it. This, you know, we talked about, like, how did this get made? Yeah. This is the production that I need to know more yeah, about. I need the oral history. I need to know. I need a whole book about this movie. Because. I feel like there's way more to this movie. I can't than believe how like effects heavy this movie is and how well it's it looks held good. up since 2004. Yeah, they, there's a few effects that are a little wonky, but I, overall, I think it's another one of those things where what I forget movie we were talking about where um, the color palettes kind of like hide the yeah. effects of something we watched recently too. I can't think of it, but yeah, 
Was it a... No, it was Chappy. 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 But I fucking love this movie. Like, it's it's not a lot, gonna lie. It's a lot of fun. All and the stats are at seven <laughs> or higher. It's absurd. Uh, five knuckle shuffle time. Dogs. Um, seven. Mm. Just because Repo Man. Just because Repo Man. You should be proud. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like the movies. There's a lot going on. See, now every time Gags gives a score, I'm like, is he telling the truth? Because right. fucking Ready Player One's a four. Or maybe it's a six. See, I don't... This is... I, this is... You've just... Anyway. What's what's even real anyway? Q is a ten. Oh. Uh, yeah, let's see. Anyway, go ahead. But this movie is a seven because I like a lot of what it's doing. It's touching a lot of... Th- it's, it's pulling a lot of strings that I enjoy, but it never really sees anything all the way through. I like to pull your strings. Thank you. It's got a lot of knife fights, which I'm into. <laughs> I dig the whole Necromon... I want the Necromonger movie. Like, I want just that movie. Yeah. Without Riddick. Like, I just take... <laughs> like, just give me the Necromonger prequel where they're out just getting shit done. Like, I'm into that. Um, it, it, but it's just fucking all over the board. It's getting, like, a bump. It's... Without all the fun art and like craziness, it's probably like a five or a or something. It's a four or five, but with all the fucking bananas, like basically art and necro weird shit, it's a seven. Sean, I think it's been well documented. Like my favorite things besides martial arts movies is shit that's totally bonkers with zero explanation, and that's kind of this movie. <laughs> Without so a doubt, like it's just fucking insane. Like I couldn't imagine. Because they gave him a hundred million two thousand four dollars, hundred ten, hundred ten to make this movie. So with inflation, just like, that's like two zillion dollars. <laughs> it's like go nuts, David Twohe and Vin <laughs> wow. Diesel. Wow! Oh, he gave it. He did a little introduction in the beginning. Yeah, make a sequel to this like well-received, probably uh, like small thirty million dollar movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That first one couldn't have had a whole lot. Like what in the? F- it's like they were just like doing fucking mocaine the whole time. <laughs> it's like mushrooms with coke. <laughs> Uh, no, I fucking love this movie. I get an eight. Like, it's so, like, intensely watchable because it's like, you, you're not with anything long enough to get bored of no. it. No. And they keep introducing new plot elements, like, every five yeah. minutes. And they explain nothing. New characters. Like, you never go back to, what's his name? That space? Keith uh, David. Yeah, Keith he, David. For two seconds, he comes well, he back dies. at the end. Oh, I forgot. You see the kid and the girl at oh, the very that's end. Right. Does that's he live? I don't remember. His, his, his planet was about to get nuked, and like we're on the precipice of nukes going off. So that the first pitch black cost fifty three million. No, the main fifty three cost twenty three. That's not even like a big hit. No, that's crazy. This the, this Hauser. is the this is the biggest one they've done was yeah. this one. Is this one, and it was a hundred and five in production, hundred and fifteen worldwide. Like if this is the movie we got, I'd love to see like what they were like. <laughs> no. Right, yeah. Like, Goddamn, what did they turn turn away? And Riddick, they they dialed the budget back by this, like seventy million dollars. Yeah. It's a thirty million. I think it was dollar. independent, right? Did Universal yeah. make it? I don't know. I think you're right. I yeah. think it was like independent. I know it took a while. It was one of those movies that was in the pipeline yeah. forever. Was it a Kickstarter? I don't, no, I don't know. So. I don't think so. Anyway, who's left? Distribution yeah. was Universal. Yeah. But production was... I never heard of that. One Race Films is Vin Diesel's production company. Yeah, he, he produced it. Yeah. Oh, my. Teagles! 
Eight for me, yeah. dog. Yeah. Uh, this movie. You know what this movie Gucci's. is? Gucci. <laughs> this movie is John Carter. Yeah. It's a movie about a bunch of lore with a character that's like completely out of place. Yeah. Like it's. That's what this is. It's like a dark John Carter, and uh, edgy John Con- Carter. Yeah. It, I, I really like it. John Carter, Edge Lord of Mars. I think that like the fucking art direction's awesome. The fact that like everybody else is in this weird Shakespearean like space opera, and Vin <laughs> Diesel's just this like roided up space retard. Like, <laughs> grab a voice and nothing. And then like you got the fucking the the bounty hunters from Alien Resurrection that want to like fuck Vin Diesel for and, money, and like the guy that looks like if Tom Waits like pumped a bunch of weights. Like it's weird. Like. I, I don't know how you fucking conceptualize this movie, like, but it's a lot of fun and it is absurd and it's a it's ambitious as it is fucking insane. <laughs> like, you can't say they didn't like. I love ideas and this movie has got like ideas. This movie's all out ideas. the zoo. And it's just like, yeah, sure, let's have our fucking, um, our aliens fly around in giant space coffins. Sure, why not? Every, everything that they have is, like, opulent and, like, everything is ornate. Like, everything. everything. There's a scene where, like, they're walking into the capital of, what, a Helium Prime, and they've got... They are winged by their entire armada, and the ships have, like, faces that have done... Everything has faces! But at, the one ships point, are... at one point, their guns have fucking faces yeah. on them. Like, Did everything you notice, is like, As the Grand Marshal walks by, these ships would bow to him. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, fucking at one, point, at one point, they come, the guy comes down the fucking steps, and it's not just steps. They're just, like, they go out under his feet as he puts his fucking feet down. What if he fucking missed a step? He'd probably die. That... You got a fucking scene. The necromongers are balling. You out got of a scene. Yeah. I would hate to be the necromongers' facility engineer. That would be a fucking rough job. There's a scene where, in continuity, thousands of people watch a man pull another man's soul out of his body. <laughs> yeah. He pulls his soul out of his body. I mean, that's what then he tries to pull. Then he tries to pull a soul out of Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel just clutches them butt cheeks. Vin Diesel's <laughs> like you. Vin Diesel's got a heavy soul, can't pull it out. He's like fucking black. He says, fuck you. There's a legit flash kick in this film. Yeah. I mean, it's... And it's funny because, like, there's some like legit just awful parts of this movie. Like, some of the fights are just literally just the, the director, that, like, skinny English dude, just, like, spinning the camera around. The woman that plays Jack, or Kira, is... Awful. Yeah, she. There's weird cuts. There's lots of flashy. There's bits. like weird Dutch angles yeah. for no reason. Like the 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 uh, the pan in and pans out pan outs are like just oh, jarring. like that snap zoom where you hit like, where you where you clicked R three enough that it dropped you from so you can see the whole map and everything for the first hour is within like an inch of the, the actors' faces. Like there was no <laughs> medium shots in the beginning of this movie. It was all just like, <laughs> which like in most movies is like a death blow. But in this movie again, it's like it's like you can't stay mad at it. You know what I mean? It's like. How can I stay mad at you? Because, like, every time I'm like, well, I'm done with this movie, it's like, oh, yeah, there's these guys in bags that are, like, almost dead, but they're, like, they're oracles, and they talk in water. But they're also our cell phones. And then you have, like, dudes that, like, walk around. They look like Silent Hill monsters. They got lenses for faces. Like, how can I stay mad at you? And they can see through time and space. Yeah. And, again, it's, it's, it's aping hard off of Dune. Like, this is... 
less the book version of Dune, but this is definitely aping off of the David Lynch Dune. Oh, yeah, 100%. Or, oh, yeah. Alan Smithy Dune. Yeah. Um, because even the, I feel like the Necromongers, like their armor looks very similar to yeah. the Harkonnen armor and all that stuff, but it, man, it's a lot of fun. And it, 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 like Sean just said, like, what did they turn, what did they pass up on? Like, what was the Chronicles of Riddick 2? Yeah. Because you know the one that they finally made isn't what they had no. in mind. Because just again, the title, The Chronicles of Riddick, lays the groundwork that there's going to be more of there's this been more absurdity. Of this. Have you seen, is it with that pack that you bought? Is the cartoon in yeah, there? You can take the whole thing with you. You can watch the rest of them. Is the cartoon nuts? It's uh, Peter Chung. That's I've the, never yeah, seen Peter it. Peter Chung. Yeah, so I assume yes. Peter Chung of Eon Flux fame. Yeah. Oh. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, it's great. Eight, eight for me, dog. Good movie. Well, there we go. I enjoyed it a lot. Summer Bummers. Good. Oh, it's got a 23% start. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, of course it did. It's a big old stinker. Because people are idiots. Suicide Squad's probably sitting at like 70. Just no the Empire way. online's like, destined to be a cult movie? No. This is 100% a cult movie. You know, Absolutely. Like, this is a cult movie. Wait, what does this, this have Rotten Tomatoes? Like 23? Oh, well, Suicide Squad's at 27. Oh, well. <laughs> there is a god. So we're right. Let's see. So whose pick is... Oh, it? did... Oh, yeah, we, they got by two percent. Yeah. Whose pick is it next week? I'm out next week. I'm on what? I'm on vacay. Or you? It's either me or Alec. Well, if it's me, it's Aragon. I'm very much looking forward to that Ooh. trash. Uh, <laughs> watch it be good. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see. I like dragons. All right. Well, see y'all next week. Lube up, boys. Molehole bed. You know the deal. Lube up your <laughs> bed. And everything you want. Nothing you don't. don't. All thriller, no filler. Won't you spare me over till another year? Well, what is this that I can't see with ice cold hands taking hold of me? Well, I am death, none can excel. I'll open the door to heaven or hell. Oh, death, someone would pray. Could you wait to call me another day? The children prayed, the preacher preached, time and mercy is out of your reach. I'll fix your feet till you can't walk, I'll lock your jaw till you can't talk. I'll close your eyes so you can't see this very hour come and go with me. Death, I come to take the soul, leave the body and leave it cold. To drop the flesh off of the frame, the earth and worm both have a claim. Oh, death, oh, death, won't you spare me over till another year? My mother came to my bed, placed a cold towel upon my head. My head is warm, my feet are cold, Death is a moving upon my soul. Oh, death, how you treating me? 
your clothes, my so I can't see. Well, you're hurting my body. You make me cold. You run my life right out of my soul. Oh, death, please consider my age. Please don't take me at this stage. My wealth is all at your command. If you will move your icy hands. Oh, the young, the rich are poor. All like me, you know. No wealth, no land, no silver, no gold. Nothing satisfies me but your soul. Oh, death. Oh, damn, won't you spare me over till another year? Won't you spare me over till another year? Won't you spare me over till another year?